0: Welcome to the Advance Born Global podcast. I'm Johanna Pittman, CEO of Advance, the non-profit organisation that shines a spotlight on the impact of outstanding global Australians. In this podcast series, we meet all 34 game changers recognised in the 2022 Global Australian Awards. These inspiring game changers generously share the story of their international career journey with us the highlights and challenges, and what motivates them in their work. I hope you enjoy getting to know these inspiring game changers. In this episode, we meet Cameron McLean, a 2022 game changer as an inspiring corporate leader. I loved hearing about Cameron's role over many years in the fintech industry and his philosophy to drive collaboration and inclusion in teams.
1: So I guess to to start off with, if you could picture yourself explaining what you do maybe to a high school audience or something, what do you do and what does your day-to-day look like?
2: Great. So I, I lead PayPal's commercial teams in continental Europe, Israel, and Australia. So we deal with our biggest customers in those markets, we connect those businesses with the 400 million consumers around the world. And what we've seen during the pandemic years is a huge surge in digital payments. And last year, PayPal Powered, you know, is one of the leading payment platforms in the world, $1.2 trillion of volume. We added a new customer every second to the platform. Uh, So it was huge, huge growth. But actually what we were doing is connecting buyers and sellers around the world whilst lockdowns were happening in particular and getting new customers for businesses so they can continue to trade and stay solvent uh, during the pandemic years so that's been my big focus for the last uh, couple of years
1: and tell us was that always your goal to work in this field what was what what did you when you were coming through school university what did you think you might end up doing
2: well, I never had the career plan around e-commerce, but I certainly thought about wanting to be involved with international business. And actually, my second degree, second business undergraduate degree, was in international trade at Monash. And through different career steps, I found myself in e-commerce with, um, with Westpac, which was just setting up internet banking at the time back in the, in the mid-90s, when actually a company like Westpac only at that time had about 20 people were connected to external email. So I've seen it from the very ground up. And then through joining a company like PayPal over 16 years, I've got to work with different cultures across different markets, and you know, I've been a part of a very fast-growing industry. So it's been great. I never thought I thought I'd be doing international banking. I'm very much doing that. PayPal's the original Fintech, uh, are now about 25 years old. Um, but we connect people around the world, so I'm super excited with what I do. and I, I found my way this, this way, but I did study formally to do international trade uh, when I started my university degrees.
1: With um, sort of pandemics aside, but with that move to Singapore and covering such big uh, geographical areas as you are, um, what are some of the challenges and highlights of, of your current role?
2: So, working in my role, there are a lot of challenges. You know, working in a very dynamic industry, fast-growing industry, keeping up with customer demands and expectations is is, is difficult and. I suppose being based in Singapore, serving many markets, the time zone is a challenge for all international executives, but in particular, working out of our international headquarters. You know, I have to stay current with our teams. Working remotely for those couple of years out of the third bedroom was tricky, but you have to come to work and actually bring, you know, the best of yourself every day. So that was that was a challenge. Um, but it also, you know, it was invigorating to see the great work that the teams were doing. When I mentioned about dynamic, Uh, industries you know you look at uh, markets and tragic events like what's happened in the Ukraine PayPal always had a a big-sized business out of the Ukraine connecting our our consumers in the UK with buying products from overseas so sending money around the world to our uh, 35 million merchants the head of our company Dan Shulman made a decision when the Ukraine conflict started that we needed to pivot and actually help people in the Ukraine Receive money, So donations, you know, urgency around the crisis. And it was a huge team effort. And the team pivoted, worked with the central bank of the Ukraine, a lot of support with tech teams around the world working 24-7 and also our banking partners and and the card schemes like Visa and MasterCard to get money out. And within 10 days, we were able to stand up a service. So people around the world could send money to the Ukraine, uh, Ukrainians with PayPal accounts and actually access funds, which were so needed and important as... You know uh refugees were starting to move and all of that so that was a an example of something that we didn't predict we were able to respond to but it also proves that the world economy is dynamic it's impacted by these type of events but companies like paypal can at least move and uh, make a difference
1: oh that's fantastic and so um you know with a high gross company like paypal um, people often move around. Are you a fairly rare individual within the organization that's been there as long as you have?
2: I think, um, I think not. I mean, a lot of we've got a lot of career mobility opportunities. People can go to different teams. You know, it's a very dynamic space. And, and as you said, high growth. So that creates opportunity, opportunities for people to sort of go around the, the organization. Um, and having worked at PayPal now for 16 years, having started out in Australia with the company through an acquisition, and then a year into my career at PayPal, taking what was probably going to be a two-year assignment to London with my wife. Uh, Thirteen years later, after sort of navigating lots of roles, working across Europe as part of the European management team, uh, dealing with our biggest customers and opportunities uh, in Europe, you know, in a high-growth industry, it's very, it's it's very you know huge opportunities to take the next role. So, for me, developing teams has always been part of what I focused on. I I was lucky. To go overseas for the first time in Australian junior sporting teams, in rugby, uh, state-based rugby teams, and that was my access to the world, firstly, and I loved uh, teamwork and teams. So I've sort of carried that through, I think, the way I've developed teams, thinking about different cultures. I think Australians are very adaptable, very agile, and they're able to move across cultures and work and bring people together I think that's one of our great strengths so for me you know a highlight is is sort of the legacy of building great teams and taking this company forward and that's why I stay because I see huge opportunities for the company in the future but also the pedigree and the teams that I've built uh, continue to thrive so that's been my focus
1: that's um, you know, and that's very much close to our ethos in terms. And as you can tell by the questions, really looking to hear about your experience and how we can use that to inspire, hopefully, um, more Australians to have that international career as part of um, their their own journey. Um, what does it mean to be recognised as a global Australian and an uh, award finalist this year?
2: So I think it means an enormous amount. I'm extremely proud um, to be nominated as a finalist in a new category too. Um, the last few years has been a lot about disconnection. I think the advance Awards are about creating connection uh, between global leaders that are Australians. And you know bringing that connection back to Australia is really important. Having been someone that you know went through apartment quarantine with my family, tried to tried really hard through the lockdowns to get back um now being able to see friends and family back in australia and being recognized in industry like this is is hugely important and a great time because it gives me energy uh and it makes me feel you know connected back to australia
1: oh fantastic and um i guess the the last question uh what advice would you give to a young person at that- school, uni, or early in their career, who has an interest in the sort of role that you have today?
2: The advice I would give uh, people starting out earlier in their careers today in areas like digital, digital commerce, all things digital, it's transforming our lives, it's not slowing down. So you need to continue to learn and you need to stay current. And I think that's the challenge for people that have been in the industry for say 20 years, it's staying current with how people are using digital technologies. And things like the advent and the rise of TikTok, as an example, as a platform, many of us are familiar with YouTube, but at one stage, you know, sharing videos online was something that was, you know, a dream. Now, you know, bite-sized content is creating, has been created around the world and being shared. So for me, um, you know, we've done things like reverse mentoring where new interns come in and, and actually mentor the management and leadership teams, because then you can spot trends. You know, it's not yourself that are going to find the next TikTok. You've got to stay current. And I think PayPal as a digital global platform needs to stay relevant and be preferential in any digital experience. So platforms like uh, TikTok, obviously the the touch points with uh, the youth and the next generation actually, I think can be used in a really powerful and a positive way and it's up to companies like PayPal, whether it be the digital banks, traditional banks, that need to get people educated. You know, gone are the days when people like myself went to primary school with the Commonwealth Bank, slip, putting in two-penny uh, coins that your parents gave you, uh, and learning about financial management and money management. We need to use these platforms because they connect with populations that need financial education, particularly now as we see economic challenges on the, on the horizon. People need to be educated about their money. So I'm actually very positive to companies using platforms like TikTok. They've got a bad reputation, probably in the main because of you know pushing of products, um, financial solicitation, and things like that. But they can be used in a much more positive way. So for me, um, companies need to embrace the new technologies because they they're a cornerstone of people's lives today. So we need to need to get on it. The other thing I'd say, going through leadership levels and sort of developing the next generation as a focus it's about staying humble you've got to be accessible you regardless of level and hierarchy you need to be accessible you need the teams to be engaged and connected and be their very best and i think that's taken a lot of different skills through the pandemic but leaders don't have all the knowledge i think that's the you know and and if you've got if you're going to represent your customers you need to actually be your customer and the next generation is the future customer. So that would be what I would give as sort of a career advice around being humble and actually, you know, making yourself accessible to the next generation. It's super important.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode. For more on global Australian game changes over the last decade, please go to our website, advance.org.